late one night, a weird light lit up an empty field. Since the field was empty, no one looked up to see where the weird light was coming from. But if there had been people in the field, they certainly would have looked up and seen a giant yellow submarine. Well, actually, it was a spaceship like a giant submarine. The spaceship landed in the field with a loud thump that no one heard. Then the door opened with a whoosh. Also, not heard, out stepped three rabbits. Rabbits? What are rabbits? They look a little like rabbits, but bigger. Instead of hopping on four legs, they walk on two. And while rabbits are quiet, gentle, and sweet, rabbits aren't. The rabbits had been visiting Earth for many, many years, and now they were back. What did they want? Very good question. One of the rabbits walked up to a small tree. He raised his hand and said, Bwah, 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 bwah. The tree said nothing because, you know, it was a tree. The rabbits stood there waiting for the tree to answer. After a moment, he grabbed the little tree and shook it. Wow! A pine cone, surprisingly big for a such small tree, fell on another rabbit's head. The other rabbits pointed and laughed. The rabbits who had been bunked on the head glared at them and they shut up. The first rabbit picked up the pine cone, looked at its snip, and popped in in his mouth. Not bad. Crunch, 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 gulp, grab. One of the other rabbits noticed the glowing lights of a nearby city. Excited, he pointed and said, The other rabbits turned and saw what he was pointing at. They all started running toward the city. In that very same city, Agent Gleiker arrived at court early one morning. He stepped into his tiny office. Look around and smile. Not because it was a nice office. It wasn't. In fact, most people who step into Agent Gleiker office would probably say, This office is ugly. With grimy furniture and no windows I would like to leave now. 
But Agent Gleiker loved his office because it means he was a real secret agent. In fact, this morning he opened the door to his office. He said it loud. I'm a real secret agent. He'd wanted to be a secret agent since he was a young boy. Just that week, Gleiker had finally landed a job with the SGA 2nd RD, Secret Government Agency for the Investigation of Children, Rabbit, Rabbit Division. Agent Gleiker clearly leaned back in his bit of old chair daydreaming. Soon he cracked a big case, get promoted, get a raise, get a... Gleiker! Bang! Gleiker fell backward in his chair, smacking the floor, embarrassed. Look up and saw his boss, director's turn, standing in the door, glaring at him. Yes, director's turn, Glykers asked, crumbling to his feet. We, you read all those files on the rabbits? Stern asked, pointing at the tall stack of the files on Glykers' desk. Oh, yes, sir. Liker said, nodding. I highlighted the important part using a system of different colors, blue for physical description, green for theories about why the rabbits are here, pink for... think you're ready to check out the next rabbit. Call that come in. Stern interrupted calling. Could be any day now? Definitely, sir. Agent Gleiker answered enthusiastically. He thought about saluting but decided not to. Saluting might make directors turn even culture if that were possible. Directors turn look as thought he seriously thought Gleiker was ready for anything. Shaking his head, he groaned. Okay, the next call, you're fine not to blow it. Agent Gleiger's bib. Thank you, sir. You can count on me. Stern rolled his eyes. I got no choice. Everyone else is six or on vacation. He didn't tell Gleiger it was getting harder and harder to find agents who were willing to go anywhere near the rabbits. Stern's time out, Agent Gleiger Green. His first rabbit call any day now. The rabbits were happily running through an alley when one of them spotted something. Wow! said, pointing up in the sky. His fellow rabbits look up on top building under construction. A crane was swinging a steel beam into place. Wah! 
they murmur impressed. The first rabbit hurried toward the construction site and the other rabbits followed. Puzzled construction worker turned to his buddy. Hey Frank, he said. Have you seen my jackhammer? No Mike, I haven't, Frank said. But I hear it. Sure enough, Mike and Frank could near could hear the bang 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 of a jackhammer hitting concrete. Mike ran toward the earth splitting sound and saw a rabbit riding his jackhammer across a concrete wall. Floor. Strike the rabbit bouncing and banging across the formerly smooth floor. What the heck? Mike yelled, staring at the rabbit. Lunchtime, another construction worker said, grinning as he opened his big lunchbox. But the lunchbox was empty. Hey! Who stole my lunch? Behind a partly finished wall, a rabbit reared back and hurled a green apple as hard as it could. Another rabbit swung a long sub sandwich, pathing the apple right back up the pitcher. Apple went straight into the pitching rabbit mouth. <laughs> the batting rabbit looked. The pitching rabbit looked surprised but then swallowed the apple whole. Go! Go! A poor man coughed up with another construction worker. Robin! He yelled. Put your hard hat back on. Robin looked confused. I've got it on, boss. He said, don't I? He felt his head. Lots of hair, slightly greasy but no hat. Where was it? Whee! rabbits went zipping down a nearby ramp, riding on Robin hard hut. Hey! Robin shouted. Come back here! As Rubin dashed after the rabbit in his hat, the poor man whipped out his shovel. Give me the secret government agency for the investigation of intruder, he said. Rabbit's division. Then he realized his phone didn't work that way, so he looked up the number and dialed it himself. Agent Gliker pulled out to the construction site in his crummy, beat-up brown car. He jumped out and ran up the foreman holding out his ID. Agent Gleiker, SGA 2RD, explained, loving the sound of it. What's the problem? What's the problem? The frustrated foreman below. Stolen hat, stolen tools, even stolen dessert, my dessert. Gliker pulled out his notebook and started jotting down notes for his case file. 
any luck capturing the suspect? He asked. The foreman shook his hand. No way! They're too quick and slippery. And unpredictable. Nothing they do make any sense. Where are they now? Gliker asked. The foreman shrugged. Who knows? Probably, probably somewhere figuring out a way to steal the whole building. Not on my watch, Agent Gliker said, determined as he headed into the construction site. Then he paused and turned back. By the way, what uh, will this building be when it finish? A poor man snorted. If it ever get finished, it be the new library. Library? Gliker thought to himself. Why are the rabbits trying to sabotage the library before it's even finished? Agent Gliker crept through the construction site looking for the rabbit. He ran from one spot to the next, hiding behind fillers and walls, picking around for a sign of rabbits. Nothing. Gliker scratched his head and they had to left. If he could catch a glimpse of one rabbit, it's uh, make his day. He caught a glimpse all right as he was standing on the ground floor pondering his next move. He heard a loud boom. He whipped around and saw a piece of heavy equipment. It was called a front loader, but Glyker didn't know that. Headed straight toward him. Through the front ladder, loader, windshield, Glyker saw who was driving. Rabbits. Well, nothing driving exactly. No one was steering, but the rabbits were making the front loader go faster and faster. Gliker didn't have time to be excited about seeing an actual rabbit. He turned and ran. The front loader followed him. He zigged. The front loader zigged. He zagged. The front loader, you guess, zagged too. Then, splurk, looking back over his shoulder at the front loader, Gliker ran into a big patch of of wet cement. He tried to pull his feet free but the cement was too heavy. The front loader was bearing down on him. But at the last second, it bared away crushed into a wall and came to a halt. The rabbits jumped out of the front loader and ran off. Well, I guess my day is made, Gliker thought as he watched them go. He kept trying to pull his feet out of the drying cement. In the distance, he could hear what sounded like crazy laughter. <laughs> Agent Gliker strode down the hallway at the SGA2RD SG. P-O-O-P No, it's a shit, love, shit, love, shit, love. 
He left a tray of wet cement footprint behind him. Directors turned stuck his head out of his office, which was much nicer. That Gliker opened. Gliker! Stop tracking that gun all over the floor. Gliker turned around. Oh, yes, sir, he said, saluting in spite of himself. Uh, sir, I saw rabbit. Did you catch one? Stern asked. No, Tiger admitted. Then get back out there and bring me a rabbit. But first clean up this mess. After Glyker had managed to scrape up most of the cement, he sat down in his office, pulled out his packet notebook, and started typing on his lousy old computer. Liker looked away from the dusty little screen of his computer. If he had a window, he would gaze up thinking. Instead, he stared at a stain on the wall. What were the rabbits up to? If they could invade the library, what might be next? A small house? A square spot appeared to Agent Liker. Could the rabbits be planning to take over the world? Lighter clench his jaw. Watch, he thought. If I save the old world, you have to give me a promotion and a raise and look around a nicer office. But first, he had to stop the rabbits. Where were they now? And what were they doing? The rabbits peered through a chain link fence at the town swimming pool. They didn't know what it was, but they sure liked the way the water sparkled in the sunshine. Sunshine. They all said that how were they supposed to get over the fall fence. One of the rabbits, who seemed to be the leader, got another rabbit to lean against the fence. Facing and toward the pool, then he got the third rabbit to climb up on the first rabbit's shoulder. Boom! Complained the bottom rabbit as the leader clumper at the two rabbits and flipped over the fence. From the inside, the leader gestured for the other two rabbits to hurry up and follow him. The top rabbits managed to jump up and grab the top of the fence, grunting. He hoisted himself up and over. That left one rabbit, he certainly didn't want to be left behind, but how could he get over the tall fence all by himself? Desperate, he looked around and spotted a tree near the fence. He swam up the trunk and 
cut it out into long thin bunch that stretch over the bench. Would it hold this weight? Nope! Kalak! The branch and the rabbit fell into other two rabbits. Womba! The three rabbits stood up and shook themselves. They were in. Mom! asked a little boy near the kiddie pool. Where are my swimming goggles? I don't know, this mom said without looking up from her magazine. Maybe you forgot to bring them. No, I just had them, the boy will. They were right here. Where are my goggles? Nearby, a rabbit sneaked away wearing goggles, but not on his head. They were around his chest, looking a little like a bikini top. Dad, where's the sunblock? Asked a little girl near the shallow end of the pool. I don't know, honey. Her dad answered. It was right there. A few steps away, a rabbit ran out to another rabbit and squirted him in the face with some blood. <coughs> Excuse me. The first rabbit laughed as he ran off. The sun black rabbit tried to chase him but couldn't see where he was going and landed right in the pool. That's weird, said one white bird to another. The light observer that usually right here isn't here. He didn't notice the rabbit behind him sneaking away wearing the light preserver on his head. The two lifeguards ran into the pool manager office. Mr. Decker! They cried. Started the manager look up from his science fiction fan magazine. Shouldn't you two be in your chair blowing your whistle? He We're getting like a million complaints. First lifeguard blurred out. All kind of stuff has gone missing. The second lifeguard thing, including one of our life preserver, and there's have been sighting. Sighting of what? Mr. Decker asked excited. Alien? Vampires? Zombies? The two lifeguards looked at each other, neither are one wanted to say. Well, Mr. Dega bellowed. The first lifeguard swallowed. Big rabbits, he finally admitted. One of them was wearing some kind of bikini. Mr. Decker raised his eyebrow and reached for the pool. Agent Glyker drove to the swimming pool as fast as he could without speeding. If a secret agent speed, they get ticket just like everyone else. A crowd of annoyed people stood around the entrance. Some were trapped 
rough in towel. Others just drip on the sidewalk. I hate adult swim. A little boy cried. Glycos patted a lifeguard and hard at him. Stains idle. Where are the rabbits? He asked. They're somewhere in there, pointed toward pools. We've cleared everybody out. Agent Glycor is starting to run toward the pool. Tweet! No running! Glycor stopped and looked around. The lifeguard shrugged, holding his whistle. Sorry! He said, Habit. Glycor continued through the locker room. When he reached the door leading to the pool area, he cracked it open and peeked outside. There they were, but they looked different. One rabbit gleefully tore page from a passion magazine and then stuck the rest of the magazine to the globes of the sunblock on his head. Another wore a life preserver as a hat. The third was wearing swimming goggles like a bikini top. They seemed thrilled to have a pool of all of themselves. Though they also seem to have no idea what to do with it. Sunblock and light preserver hot, as Glyker thought of them at the moment. Started faking up Dexter and pushing them into the pool. They sounded as though they were counting while they swung the chair back and forth before letting them go. Wow, way, we. Whoosh! <laughs> Watching them, Agent Glyker had lost track of the third rabbit. Where was Bikini Goggle? Glyker looked around. And there he was, standing on the high dive, staring down into the clear blue water. All by himself, he now had a big blob of sunscreen on his head that looked like whipped cream on top of Sunday. Could Glyker capture him and bring him back to the rifle stream? He could try. He had to. Glyker waited until Sunblock and Life Preserver had walked away to grab another chair. Staying low, he scurried across the hot concrete to the high dive ladder. As he quietly climbed the rung of the ladder, he could hear the other two rabbits flinging furniture. Wow! Finally, Glyker reached the top of the ladder. He picked over the end of the diver board. The rabbit was still there but he was starting to lean over the edge of the board. At any second, he might drop into the water. It was now or never. Glyker hauled himself up onto the diver board and ran toward bikini goggles. He was about to grab the rabbits from behind when the creature whipped around Gasped in my surprise, Bwah! and jumped over Glyker. 
who couldn't stop himself and run off the end of the board. He might have been able to stop himself if the diving board wasn't now covering in slippery, slimy sunscreen that had falling off the rabbit's head. But then again, probably not. Ah! He screamed as the plummeted through the air. Blush! Gliker hit the water head first and sunk all the way to the bottom. He pushed up the pool floor, shot to the surface and gaps for air, threading water as best he could in his soaked clothes. He looked around. They tried to stretch their neck to be as long as the giraffe, but when they realized they didn't really have neck, No rabbits, they were gone. As he climbed out of the pool, dripping wet, Agent Gliker thought, First, they invade our library, then our public pool. What next? At the end of long hard day working at the zoo, the zookeeper locked the front gate and headed home. But three special visitors were still inside, the rabbits, slowly emerged from the bushes. They wandered through the zoo, amazed by every animal they saw. They tried to open their mouth as wide as the hippopotamus. They just made their jaw ache. They tried to stretch their neck to be as long as the giraffe, but then they realized they didn't really have neck. They tried talking to the monkey. Wah, said the rabbit leader holding up his hand and greeting, Bwah, 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 bwah. The, the monkey just started, the monkey just stared at him, Bwah, shouted the rabbit. They talked back to the monkey, Bwah, 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 Ooh, 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 ah, 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 ee, ee, ooh, wah, screamed the monkey. The monkey started swinging around on the rope in the cage that looked fun. The rabbits jumped up and started swinging through the zoo, face slipping from the branch to branch. But their short arms soon grew tired. The leader dropped to the ground and the other two rabbits. London behind him, breathing heavily. Woo! The leader exclaimed, looking at the big animal cage in front of them. It was a magnificent lion with a full dark mane and long tail. When the lion noticed the, the three rabbits staring at him, he roared. Rawr. The rabbits jumped up, startled. Then they opened their mouth and roared back. Rawr. The lion started pacing back and forth, walking from one end of his cage to the other, staring at the bizarre creature on the other side of the block bars. 
The rabbits watched lion pacing. The cage didn't seem big enough for such a huge beast. They looked at each other and nodded in agreement. This animal needed more room. That evening, Agent Glyker stayed late in his crummy little office working on his report. A puddle of cold water dripped off his soaking wet clothing on the floor around his broken old chair. Agent Glyker stopped typing and read over his notes, his observation that the rabbits like to wear things on their heads caught his attention. That was particularly clever observation. If he did say to so himself, could this information somehow help him capture a rabbit? He was afraid that if he didn't catch a rabbit soon, he'll be fired. Director Stern had hinted as much that afternoon. Hear what his hand sounded like. Glyker, if you don't catch a rabbit soon, you're fired. The ugly old brown phone on his desk rang. Ring! As soon as he picked up, he heard his boss' voice blaring. Glyker, have you got the TV on? There's no TV in my office, Director Stern. Stern ignored this. There's some kind of disturbance down at the zoo. You better get down there pronto. Smells like rabbits to me. Liker was confused. You can smell things through your TV? Just get to the zoo! Stern bellowed and hung up. Agent Glyker stood up, slipped in the puddle of pool water and fell. Whomp! He got up and hurried down the hall toward the exit, rubbing his sore butt. But as he passed the glosses of super secret spice gadget, he paused. Since he was a new, he wasn't authorized to take anything out of the closet without special permission. But was what the point of being spiced if you couldn't use super secret gadget? At the zoo front gate, Agent Glyker zipped over to the zookeeper and a policeman. What's up? Yes. Neighbors complain about roaring, howling, and scratching, the policeman said, consulting his notebook. Is that unusual at the zoo? Glyker asked. I think some animal may be out of their cage, the cop continued. Did you go inside to check? Glyker asked. Are you kidding? The zookeeper exclaimed. That's the incredibly dangerous. The zookeeper was right. Glyker had only gone a few steps into the zoo when they spotted one of the rabbits strolling along. He started after him but quickly noticed there was something between him and the rabbits. Something big, free, and white. A 
polar bear Glyker goose the furry and the cute looking polar bear were extremely dangerous luckily the polar bear hadn't noticed him when he turned its head away Glyker dove behind and drinking fountain he cautiously looked out the polar bear wandered off to another part of the zoo. Glyker carefully made his way through the dark zoo. Hoping to catch sight of another rabbit, he heard a creak. It sounds like rusty gate opening. He investigated and saw the rhinoceros stepping out of its enclosure. Whoa! Glyker froze again. Maybe if he didn't move, the rhino wouldn't notice. Wow! The Glyper whipped around and saw a startled rabbit. Before he could grab it, the rabbit sprinted away right past the rhino. Now the rhino definitely noticed Glyker. Pawing the ground, it lowered its head, aiming its long sharp horn right at him and charged. Tiger yelled, putting his hand out, strongly suggested that the rhino stop. The rhino ignored his suggestion. Glyker turned and scrambled up into the nearest tree. Luckily for him, rhino can see that well. The rhino ran past the tree and joined its rhythm. Glyker lowered himself to the ground and headed in the opposite direction from the rhino. It seemed as though the rabbit had let all the animals out of their cages. What this part of their monster plan? Glyker wondered. He had to be extra careful first a polar bear, then a rhino, and now a lion. The huge lion was trying to open a concession stand with its clothes. He must have smelled the food stored inside. But just past the lion, on the other side of the stand, were three rabbits. They looked like they were heading out of the zoo. There was no way Gliker could get past the lion catch one of them but he wasn't going to lose them again not this time thinking quickly he pulled something out of his pocket and threw it at the rabbits then he jumped into trash can to hide the lion went scratching at the concession stand the things Glyker threw hit one of the rabbits in the back of the head wow Rabbit stopped and looked at the ground to see what had hit him. It was a hat. Whoa! The rabbit said, excited. He bent down, picked up the hat, and popped it on his head. Then he hurried to catch up with his two fellow rabbits and left the zoo. Inside the trash can, Agent Glyker smiled, even though it really stuck in there.
had gotten safely out of the zoo, barely avoiding a tiger, an elephant, and an ostrich, Agent Gliger pulled a small rectangular device out of his pocket. Boop, 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 boop. The booping dot on the device screen moved across a map of the city. It showed exactly where the rabbits were. Gliker had attached a tiny transmitter to the hat it shone at the rabbits. So now the transmitter has sending a signal to device Gliker held in his hand. This is more like it, Gliker thought. Instead of chasing the rabbits through construction site and the pools and zoo, I'll just wait for them to fall asleep. Then I'll sneak up them. Staring at the device, Gliker climbed into his lousy old car. The super secret gadget led Gliker to the municipal dam on the edge of the city. The pooping dot had stopped there. Gliker hoped that the rabbits had just thrown the hat in the dam and moved on. He was counting on their love putting things on their heads and he was right Gliker turned off the booping sound and made his way toward the signaling transmitter carefully picking his way around the mount of trash holding his noise Gliker fast a big file of used diaper suddenly he spotted the heart and it was moving the rabbit was still wearing it and his two fellow rabbits were nearby. The three rabbits looked very happy as they picked through all the garbage they made happy little sound. Almost I thought they were humming to themselves. Boom 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 boom. One pick up an old toaster he stirred into the two slot turned it upside down, shook it, and tried wearing it on his head. He even licked it. Another found a shoe. He tried talking into like a telephone. Wah, wah. Tried hammering with it. Grabbed the shoelace and whirled it around his head. Let's go. And walk. The shoe hits the rabbit's wearing gliker hot in the head. Wahahahaha! <laughs> Laughed the rabbits who show it. The hat-wearing rabbit was annoyed, but they just rubbed his head and went back to ramming through the trash and searching for treasures. As long the night went by, the rabbits played with broken TV and old radios, smelled dish towel, cracked vases, Bastard tricycle and many many other pieces of junk. Every time Gliker thought thought they were sitting down to go to sleep, they found another broken object to mess around it, and Gliker was getting sleepy. Gliker woke with a start. The sun was coming up. He was falling asleep using a guitar case as a pillow. and the wedding dress as a blanket. Where are the rabbits? Gone? Look around, practically and 
There they were asleep. Now was his chance. He tiptoed over the nearest rabbit who had curled up on old green sofa and leaned over and grabbed the rabbit. Wow! As he tried to run back to his car carrying the rabbit, his, its eye turned red and screamed. The rabbit flailed its arm and kicked its leg, trying to climb onto Gliker heads. Calm down, he said. I'm not going to hurt you. Then, twak, something squeezy hit Gliker in the back of the head. Twak, twak. Three more something hit him as he ran, smelly something. The two other rabbits had awake as soon as their fellow rabbits screamed. They grabbed used diaphragm from the big pile and threw them at Gliker. One of the used diaphragm landed in front of Gliker. He stepped right on it and whoop, he slept and fell. Before he could get up and run to his car, the other two rabbits reached Gliker and their captured cohort. They grabbed the rabbit's arm and yanked him away from Gliker. As they ran away, Gliker saw one of the rabbits pull an odd-looking device out and press the button on it. No! Gliker yelled after them desperately. You're coming with me! But no one heard Agent Gliker yell because his voice was completely drawn out by something much, much louder. A spaceship. As Gliker watched helplessly, the spaceship landed right on top of the pile of used diaper. The door opened and the three rabbits ran inside. When the last one was in, he turned around, stuck his tongue out at the gliker, and made a very rude noise. The door closed and the spaceship flew away. Back at the office, Gliker finished telling Director Sturm what had happened. For a moment, his boss just sat in his big leather chair, which was a much, much nicer Gliker chair. Calling. So, you're telling me, said Sturm, that's the rabbits got in the spaceship and flew away? Yes, sir. Agent Gliker said nodding. And that's why you weren't able to catch one and bring it for questioning? Stern continued. Right, Gliker said. But you didn't take any picture of the spaceship? His boss said, sounding angry with the issue. Um, no, Gliker admitted. I forgot. You forgot? So tell me, Agent Gliker. Yes, Director's turn. Why the heck shouldn't I fire you right 
this instant agent Glyker thought a moment mm, because said that those rabbit will be back and when they return I'm going to get them for absolutely sure this time stern look and convince also Glyker added I'm your nephew Uncle Jim mom be really mad at you Stern wiped his wipe, wiped his face and shook his head. Just get out of my office, he muttered. Late that night, on the other side of the city, a weird light lit up an empty field. I hope you like it. Hindi na huli ang rabbit. So, my part two.